actually consult what we wanted to tell you also i don't think we told you when we were coming to your house the other day so we were stepping out in the morning right yeah. so we got into the lift yeah. and we didn't tell you this story i forgot why we didn't tell him the story so we got into the lift oh, okay. and uh, there was this tagda guy there like pink okay. t-shirt like fucking okay. bulging you know muscles okay. and the two of us got in he moved like maybe half an inch back and then we pressed the button and we kept talking and all that the ground floor came just before the ground floor came he fucking stepped up to the lift door okay to go first wow uh, we were like matlab he pretty much like bulldozed his way through you didn't say anything what do you say to someone like that man because he was big he was huge and we couldn't figure out why he did that like i looked at the floor number i was like is it some second floor or something where he needs to get out <laughs> Like what is the big hurry? Maybe he wants to go to Lou or something, some agency. So he got into an Uber. Okay. And the best part was his Uber was sitting behind our Uber, <laughs> so he couldn't. The Uber couldn't even go anywhere until our Uber did. Maybe the Uber guy was keep on calling him and harassing. No, no, there was nothing like that. The entire lift journey was exactly ten seconds. So, so there was he he was just being himself, I guess. But that's a I think that's a thing, no? I think it's a Gurugram thing, man. Gurugram Delhi thing. people do this kind of i haven't seen that this was the first time i've no no i have seen that i have seen that actually to be honest gurgaon has been a surprise to me i was telling you the other day right no gurgaon i've been telling you for even, years even right? for me it's a surprise i didn't mujhe nahi pata tha ki golf course road wagaira ye itna sahi ho gaya ya wo area itna acha ban gaya because jab main aaya tha main 4 5 saal pehle aaya tha gurgaon for my hyderabad jab main tha for that project to road ban rahi thi to wo bahut hi ganda tha matlab sab bolte the ki there is only धूल मिट्टी है वहाँ पे वहाँ वो कुछ नहीं है बट नाउ इट्स लिटरली लाइक अ प्रॉपर मेट्रो इट्स नाइस लाइक आई थिंक वेन आई केम टू योर हाउस फर्स्ट इट लुक्स लाइक इट लुक्स लाइक दुबई वो विदिड मेट्रो गोइंग प्रॉपर मेट्रो सिटी स्पेशली इफ यू टेक दैट वेन वी गो टू साइबर अब राइट स्टैंड द मिडल ऑफ दैट दैट पैसेज वे which connects cyber hub and this part yeah, of the city. Yeah, with the green, that overbridge. With the garden and all. Exactly. It looks fantastic. They've done a really good job. But, but I think better part is now people have started improving. At least that's what I feel. I don't know that what they've improving. They're improving. Enna na macha music change pannada. Guys, I think we've done enough banter. We should uh, move on to Bodhi room. Sure. So this is the first podcast of Bodhi room. I'm very excited. This is one month of planning actually. because before that i didn't even think that we should do a podcast yeah but since we've been listening to so many podcasts and we truly believe that there's a way forward we've gone ahead and done this um i guess we should introduce what both your room is since this is the first one mm, yeah yeah kansal i really keen to hear what do you want to say about bodhi room what are we and what do we do so for me See the thing I always used to believe on, or still believe is, you learn more from friends. That means I have learned more from you guys, even the other friends of I am, than the two years of I am. I don't remember a lot about the two years of I am. There's a lot I, about I, you, I. <laughs> no, no, I, I had, had good days. <laughs> 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 What what do you like most, or what do you think we do? So, yeah, I mean, the way I think about it is that there are 
I mean, there are three things, frankly. Hmm. Three words which capture Bodhi room for me. The first is learning. You, we could see how often the word learning got repeated when you were talking. So learning is something that all of us are passionate about, obviously. So learning is very, very, very key to whatever we are doing. Hmm. Second uh, is informal. That word really stands out for me. And it's also a new thing in my opinion because so far in India especially, we have a lot of formal ways of educating people, transferring skills, but informal ways of really learning from each other are not really there. So informal is a big, big word for me. It means a lot for me. And uh, the the second thing, uh, sorry, the third thing would be personal, right? Like making it very, uh, in a way which I'm, in which I'm not really learning from videos as much as I'm learning from people. Hmm. So personal, informal and learning, these three words are what define Bodhi room for me. And that's how, uh, I mean, I think about it at least. So to our listeners, um, you know, we, we, we've just started up, you know, a few, a couple of months ago, we had our first event in Mumbai actually, um, which was in our minds, uh, an event to try things out and see if the concept worked. So, uh, you know, one of my close friends, Sukriti, took a painting uh, class where she where she made an original painting in decoupage, which is a form of art where you're mixing media. And we had eight people over at, you know, in a flat uh, in the living room. Um, and, you know, I think it served all the purposes that all the, or everything that we thought it would happen. You know, it was informal. I think people didn't come in in very large groups where they knew all, everyone already. So that gave them an opportunity in terms of the setting to speak and get to know other people as well. You know, Sukriti and I are not official sort of event organizers. So, for example, we messed up the intro. <laughs> I forgot to do the icebreaker and then I sort of did that later. So I, I think, you but we did that. I, I, the icebreaker was what is one thing that you learned or one stupid thing that you've done. Okay. So, you know, I have a lot of those, but I think it helped people open up as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, we had a lot of good juice snacks on the side, <laughs> which unfortunately not too many people ate. What was the correlation between a like, painting event and good juice snacks? No, how did you come up with that? I think I just went to Cami Wafers. I'm like, okay, how do I buy snacks for eight people who I don't know? Uh, what would I want to eat? So, obviously, <laughs> Dhokla, Kachori, you know, there's... To eat, or or I obviously or ended up eating stuff that day. Oh, okay. There was a lot left. There was a lot left, and uh, and then I went to get the drinks, and uh, you know the coke and all was there obviously, and then I found Amul cold cool cool cafe, okay. cold coffee. Okay. I bought like two dozen of those. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but it was fun, and I think people went back learning. They had some really good paintings. We've got you know we'll we'll plug our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at the end. But I think all the all the, everybody should check out photos from the event. We have a video with you know uh, with two of our participants as well. Yeah. And uh, that's hopefully what we can replicate in Gurgaon. Yeah. We have yeah. a first event coming up shortly. Yeah. We'll plug that at the end as well. But I think that's long enough for an intro to both of I think so. I think so. You want to talk? You want to talk a little bit about podcasts as well, since there's something which you podcast is something that we uh, we're trying to link in with Bodhi Room. So I, I think we discussed this as well, Ashish. That you know that day when we were sitting and we were thinking, oh, this conversation could be a podcast in itself. Mm. 
basically i started listening to podcasts about a year and a half ago and this was because i used to take like i used to go to mahalakshmi race course in mumbai and just walk for 2 hours um you know i on the on the weekends just to sort of get a little fit or <laughs> and uh, there's obviously there's a lot of music you can listen to but you know after a while you sort of want to do something else as well and i started listening to podcasts and you know first there were the infotainment podcasts like okay. bbc the insider bbc's analysis planet money which are really cool and they presented in a very good way and they're very informative and then i started moving on to other things i started moving on to improv podcasts yeah. so there's one which i told you all about hello from the magic tavern which i really enjoy mm-hmm. it mixes fantasy and it mixes comedy which are two of my favorite things and off late i've started getting into you know more genuine sort of introspective podcasts mm-hmm. i think i told you about conan conan o'brien yeah. needs a friend yeah and that's what we i think what we're trying to go for here because we've had those conversations yep. and i think all ties back to bodhi room in in general you know we've had conversations which have been very informative which have been very open and honest yep. and genuine yeah and where we've come away feeling okay now you know we've made good friends and also we've learned a lot about the world and about ourselves so you know i definitely obviously we're not conan o'brien we can't copy him yeah. but i think we can do something similar where we have honest conversations today with us but hopefully in the future with uh, with a more interesting set of people maybe yeah with more interesting set of people with the skill to share yeah, yeah. by the way it's not just a podcast it's a vodcast as well yeah. we've had differences of opinion on whether it's called a vodcast or not it is in fact called a vodcast but okay. we can call it a vlog or a video series <laughs> um and the reason was because some people don't like just listening to audio they need to see something yeah, yeah. because it's True. it's millennial generation and you know we we all suck but for anyone who is watching this this is the living room in which we'll be hosting upcoming both room events it's a lovely living room very close to sai baba which is the coolest part of gurgaon i guess more or less yeah. and uh, very easily available and easily locatable So yeah I mean I think it's a cozy place to have an event we're hoping to meet more people yes. what I wanted to do um also apart from introducing the podcast is we were talking about conversation starters yeah and uh, we also have had this series I, I hope you guys go to Instagram and check us out we've also had this series of posts which we stopped a, a couple of weeks ago but we really felt strongly about when we've gone out as a group of friends we've discussed it which is what what are practical things that you wish you learned in school mm-hmm. um you know for example log tables like log tables you know i i think we can do without you don't i i don't see the point of learning a log table see if you're talking about culling out irrelevant topics from a school syllabus there are enough of them i know there's enough of them but i let's focus on the positive part yeah which we've discussed which is the things the practical things and we talk about you know you see these posts about adulting and that's what i think what we try to uh, formalize yeah what is it that we wish we been taught that could make us more competent adults because at 30 also i don't feel i'm a competent adult mm-hmm. i'm hoping to get there with bohum which is a nice plug but so i wanted your guys's opinion on what is the one major thing that you wish you been taught in in school something practical
for me from my experience so recently i had a legal case against my parents which was really you know took a lot of strength and time mm. and, you know mental pressure mm. mental space to get over it and i didn't have any idea but means i have learned corporate uh, you know legal part in the college in ams but you know the practical part is not there mm. and there are a lot of things which people don't pay attention to like the contracts uh, you should read the contract they say that please read the contract but a lot of people don't do for example when i first joined my uh, first company i didn't read the offer letter yeah which i should have i should have read the entire even a line of the offer letter which i believe was the stupidest thing i have done one of the stupidest thing i have done right so recent based on my recent experience with the entire case with my parents and all hmm. i really think that people should know about the legal terms how to approach the police how to approach the advocates if there is a you know someone from a court to your house how to you know understand it how to speak with people and get get, get the perspective and all because there are people who can make a fool of you there are advocates who just want some money and they can just make a fool of you and then you are in a deep shit okay. which we were in so i think it's better to have that kind of understanding and if you get some kind of understanding at least you have a start at least you can you know how to read it how to understand it whom to approach hmm. so i think that's one of the thing that i really would have really loved learning in school what was the most so we were we were already we were obviously aware of this going on hmm. what was the most stressful thing to you during the whole time i mean in terms of the legal part of it obviously your family and all was stressed out so that would have been stressful but from the legal perspective what you're talking about right now See, the most stressful part was that I didn't know what will happen or what what is the way forward, because speaking to ten people, they have ten opinions, ten yeah. different opinions. It's not that everyone says the same thing. Yeah. Everyone was saying a different thing, and I don't know whom to trust. And is it a correct way to go ahead or not? So, if you have some legal background, or if you know someone that you know that I can actually go to this person and he will give the correct information to me, I think that would have really helped. Hmm. So, for example, when you your father is a lawyer, right? So the kind of a uh, things that you told me, those things really help help hmm. me a lot because I know I didn't trust you. I know if you are saying this thing, these this has to be correct. But but when I was speaking to lawyers in my hometown, I was not able to trust them because hmm. everyone was saying different things. So I think that's the most stressful part of not knowing what to do and what will happen. because when you don't know that you have negative feeling you have negative thinking hmm. things that other your mind right so sir that adds your stress level or in terms of so you mentioned the contracts about reading it and how you wish you read contracts earlier and yeah. somebody should have told you but in terms of one thing that you learned in this whole process which you had completely no idea that it was even existed was there anything like that and what was it okay so one thing was uh, Very very small thing that all the high court cases are online. Hmm. You can just go to online. You can get the past past cases or the, even the new cases which are coming up. The entire thing is online. Okay. You can uh, look at the daily list. There is a daily list. There is a weekly list. You can look at the daily list. You can see when is your case pending. When is the date of the hearing? What has happened for the past year or so? Hmm. And you can get the entire thing as a printout and all, which I didn't know. Which because my case was in high court, Nainital High Court, yeah. and I could have easily seen the entire thing which had happened. Mm. 
yeah. but i have no idea about it that this exists mm. which i think is is actually very helpful mm. but we don't know about hmm. what would you ashish what what would you school school so i mean uh when i went to uh, europe a few years back five or six years hmm. back i was also a student in my only i think the thing which uh, sort of struck me was how aware kids from abroad are about like practical things in life like, like what like moving around in metros traveling figuring out shit with their passports whatever right like they're just very very aware they might not be analytically the sharpest hmm. okay. they're okay. very aware of what's going on one of the things which they are also very aware of is you know historical things around them right okay. and that's because they travel a lot they actually know the history by by visualizing it and i i was always fond of history growing up as a kid but maybe it's a small thing but i wish the way we were taught history was actually at least in some part by taking us to that location there's enough history in india yeah. even places like kanpur and all there's enough history so i grew up in kanpur yeah. my education till class 12 was in kanpur and it's it's a historically important place yeah, one of the two or three still the uh, one of the most advanced places in up right? right and i wish we could have been taken to those places more often or i actually i never went even on a single trip to understand history yeah Delhi is hardly 500 kilometers away. You still had Chhatrapati running when I was in school as well. So it's not really not accessible. But if you had that kind of a real life experiential way of understanding history, right. that sticks with you. Yeah. I really wish I had that because I still have my memories intact from Europe. I maybe know a little bit more about the places which I like I remember a place in Germany called Neuschwanstein. Okay. I would never even remember the name, but just because I went there, I have a few photos there. I know that it's the inspiration behind that Disney castle that we see right, everywhere. Right, right. Right? Okay. It's random trivia, but at least it's a part of history which I remember. And it's a very, very unimportant part of history as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. As far as my own history is concerned, my country's history is concerned, I know very little from that aspect. I just know from whatever I remember from. And which was a pain in the ass. Which was always a pain in the ass. Yeah. Even the way our exams were conducted was not about, you know, like. think through what that other person was thinking yeah. but facts can you tell me the date in which you know this war was fought correct which was always difficult we ended up cramming a lot of stuff but it wasn't really helpful and then you don't appreciate i guess the history around you you don't and you then don't you let do. things crumble and there's a reason why people now relate a lot with you know bhagat singh yeah bhagat singh was probably like half a chapter in my history book right yeah but after that movie came out you yeah. know people related more because they could see it in front of their eyes Correct, and yeah. then you remember scenes right similarly if you think about even red fort i never even cared about red fort until i actually went there and saw it right i think that aspect of you know inculcating our past yeah was never practical for me it was always through a through the medium of a book yeah and i wish it was more practical and that's one big difference uh, which i saw when i went abroad because kids are very practical that way when they when they mean like when you see americans white house they've seen the white house enough number of times they've yeah, gone yeah. on those tours they know what it means correct and and they might not remember you know uh, dy by dx as well as i do yeah but they remember everything else much better that's one very core aspect which i feel i could have probably done better with yeah but i think it's 
I don't know if it's changing at school level, but it's changing in general. It's changing. It's definitely changing. Heritage stores are now all the at least in the metros. Yes, especially IB schools. IB schools will be because they're focusing focusing completely on experiential learning. Now, Correct. Which is a great okay. thing to do. Yeah, I don't think because in my school or CBSE anything is changing. Which is weird because you grew up in Haridwar. Yeah. Which is I I mean religious importance of course, but it's also one of the oldest places in India. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would be a cultural heritage of more than like three thousand whatever years, right? So, no one is teaching them. Yeah. I think that's that's true. I think for me, it would have been first aid. First aid. Because you know, my sister is a doctor, Mm. and uh, you know, she's worked in emergency service just like your sister would have. Yeah. And it's just like I was thinking about this the other day. We don't know first aid. You either take a separate course or you read about it somewhere, or you're a doctor in training or something. That's when you know first aid. But especially in a country like India, where the ambulance can get stuck in traffic for half an hour, and there's there's a very likely chance that it's someone who really needs help will not get it in time. We don't have the nine one one or the nine 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 system. We yeah. just got what one one two. Yeah. But no one one two and one one two is mainly meant for you know for women. Um, but there's no I mean given the physical infra- infrastructure of India and given how. It's not exactly reliable. Yeah, it's yeah. overpopulated, so you're not going to likely get the help in time. Now, if everybody in India, every school-going student grew up knowing basic first aid, what is Heimlich maneuver, how to do it correctly, what is yeah. CPR, how to do it correctly, what to do in person, how to identify whether a person's having a stroke, a heart attack, whatever. I mean, what and what to do in those situations. I can't imagine that it's more than you know one week's worth of class every year, which yeah. I think you can easily spare given the amount of you know crap that we taught yeah i mean imagine the amount of lives that would be saved just because everybody on the street would know what it's mind boggling that this is something that's been left out it's you know like you know if you're at home and something god forbid happens to your family member and the fact that you have to rely on this third party who you don't even know whether they'll arrive in time whether they're going to be good enough quality yeah you know we don't have separate paramedics or at least not that i know of like great paramedics like america does you know, it's it's the hospital boys coming and picking up and the loading in the ambulance and hopefully hopefully making it to the hospital in time. Um, I think it's ridiculous. I think we should be taught that you know whether it's through a third party organizer, whether through it you know the school itself. Yeah. I mean that's a big it's a but big that, miss I mean, for me. You can always liaise with a hospital nearby. And yeah, of course. Professionals do it for you. They will love to teach. Yeah, and yeah, I, that's a good point. Yeah. I think get the in, entire society involved in healthcare. Why should it just be a specialized subject yeah but that's great boys i i'm really happy we covered those i'm going to just refer to the other things that i wanted to cover and some of these are not things that we've discussed before so hopefully it's a sure. bit of a surprise yeah um I would also like to move on to happier topics, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, let's go on to happier and maybe. So, what I'd like to know is one really embarrassing habit that you have. Embarrassing, or you know, something which is clearly not normal. <laughs> That's a tough one, man. Russell, do you have any? I'll have to think. Embarrassing. Slurping counts. Slurping is a, a very embarrassing habit of yours. <laughs> it definitely counts. Yeah, no doubt about it.
embarrassing habit I have. It's like Ashish is yours breathing in on <laughs> when you're pushing the weights out. It's not a habit. I just started working out. <laughs> But I think okay, slurping. Another ha- uh, bad habit that I used to have is, uh, and I have seen a lot of people doing it. Huh. When you eat, not only what they do is they just keep licking their fingers. Hmm. And it really so my my ex boss came to hate me for that because he said that this is not how you should eat. If you want to. If your fingers are not clean, you just use a tissue paper, or eat in a way that they are not dirty. Wait, so do you do? Did you used to do, or do you do that to clean the fingers, or because you really like the food? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, any way. No, no, I'm curious. I don't know. I don't know. Which be reason? No, I think which whatever the reason is, huh. I think you should not lick your fingers when you're eating. I think if I was, I think if I was eating peri peri fries, I think I'd lick my fingers. I think. If you're sitting in a professional, in an in informal a pro- or formal session, of course not. Of course not. That's what I'm saying. I used to do that. That's very interesting. So, but <laughs> he he actually uh, you know said a lot of lot of time to me that stop me that wait don't eat. But you've broken your habit. Yeah, I have broken. That's good. But now the issue is a lot of you do that. And I mean, it so you should do the pay pay it forward like in Jaihu. <laughs> you remember right? Geometric progression. <laughs> <laughs> progression. I think you should definitely pay it forward and stop those people from making. The funny part in that movie was how Ashmit Patel used to calculate it like this. <laughs> to the extent that he was able to calculate like ten, eleven digits. Oh, this is this much. <laughs> Very fast. I haven't seen Jai Ho movie. I, to be honest, Jai Ho, my is favorite. Together in Ahmedabad. Uh, no, I don't think he was there. My favorite scene was when Sunil Shetty like, showed up. I have like so many crappy movies though. <laughs> like I was just talking about Dangal also. Maybe that's one of my annoying. Dangal was a good movie. Sorry, sorry, not Dangal. Sultan. 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 Yeah, maybe that's like, a. Dude, Dangal. If you say the bad movie, no, no, like all Dangal. our Chinese subscribers will be like, <laughs> "Maro salogo." No, no, I I like Dangal. Dangal was a good movie. Was a good movie. Yeah. But yeah, maybe that's a bad habit. I don't know. Watching crappy movies. Watching reruns of crappy movies. <laughs> I think all of us watch crappy movies, <laughs> <laughs> but the ability to sit through one over and over again, I think. I used to have a movie I used to watch like that, Had Kar Di Aapne with Govinda. I've watched that movie at oh. least seven times. Some oh. skeletons oh. coming out of the closet, man. If What? I it Had like Kar Di Aapne. that movie didn't age yeah, well at so all. So five Govinda, you know that, right? I, It's I, not triple. So his mother. Uh, his father, uh, his grandmother, right. his grandfather, all has all been played by Govinda. Yes, multiple roles, extremely misogynistic, extremely misogynistic, like promotes stalking. But there are a few gems in there where Govinda and Satish Kaushik are extremely funny, and that means that I've watched this movie at least four or five times. Wow, well, no, and it I'm hasn't aged well at all. Very bad movie. So that's I don't know if that's a habit or just enjoy the movie in general. I so if I feel I've got food on my fingers, uh, I think you all have seen this also. If I feel there's oil or some kind of spice or something on my fingers, I cannot get it out of my head that it's still there. So I can wash my hands three times, four times, and it'll in my mind still be there, and the entire day. And then I'll start getting irritable mm. because I feel like I've You know, maybe it's passed on to the rest of my body or something, or my hair or something, hmm. and it'll just make me more and more cranky. I'll start sweating. It's just like a weird, weird reaction. Okay. So if I go to a restaurant and I've done that, if I've eaten with my hands, like the rest of the evening, I'll just be like just you know scratching my fingers with a tissue, 
So again and again. How do you again. eat KFC? Very with a lot of chicken. So I love KFC poppers. Huh. But it's a lot of pain after that. It's yeah. It's a lot of mental pressure. But this habit has gotten worse. It's gotten worse as I've gotten older. Yeah, because I don't remember you being so finicky in college. Yeah, it's gotten worse and worse and worse. Age. Age. I know one embarrassing habit of yours, but I find it hilarious. So I don't know if it's embarrassing, it's just funny to me. So you have this habit of anybody's name, and when you're in a certain mood, you'll add an ish to the back of yes. it. So, you know, Bhuresh, Nakulesh, and then when you're in a really good mood, It'll be Eshwar, Bhureshwar, Nageshwar, and I've noticed this happen uh, a lot of times, like with random people, uh, you know, our friend Lomesh, with anybody. So I find it hilarious, but I'm sure for people, because your your nickname is anyway, yeah. But for Kansal, I did Kansalia when yeah, ADM, yeah, the ADM yeah, yeah, came yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. It's not embarrassing, I find it funny. I find it hilarious. <laughs> I don't know, it'd be good to have a stranger who you do it to. We should, um, we should head towards uh, wrapping this up. So, um, I want to end with uh, asking you guys, what do you hope this podcast becomes? Very quickly. What are you hoping from this podcast? For, for you personally, person. not from Bodhi Room. I think it's a great way to share ideas, hmm. meeting new people. Hmm. Um, as you said, everyone has some skill to share or some, some story to share. I think to listen, you know, interesting stories and all, interesting anecdotes from different people. I think this is what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping it will get to. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I, I hope through this, people at least get to know a bit of us hmm. one second get to know about the idea i guess yeah and personally for me i hope uh, this remains forever so i can go back to it whenever i want and, yeah you know, really look at it and enjoy some time that we had together yeah i think uh, I, I, I don't think we have ever done this kind of thing right so no, I, I really don't have except memories in my head i don't have anything else which i can really go back and listen to and these and are the best parts it. of your we had a discussion. I would love to come back and see this conversation anytime. Right? So we had discussions a lot, but private never recorded. And maybe in that we don't cut off the last part. So we <laughs> 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 were insulting. Please retain one full version. We're insulting future investors. Um, I think everything that you all said, but also you know we do plan to have guests on board, and these guests will not be necessarily uh, you know most celebrities or famous people. There'll be people like us from everyday walks of life. And, uh, you know, hopefully just get to know more people. It's like Conan O'Brien needs a friend, except we want to, at least I want to know more about people's lives. Maybe people from doing different things than I have. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've been in the past a little closed off from understanding people. So I think it's always helpful to understand their viewpoints and keep an open mind. Um, And hopefully people find value in that as well. But yeah, so that's what I hope the podcast becomes. And like you said, if people like us through this, they feel that we're genuine people. You know, I, I hope they come and meet us at Bodhium events. Yep. Uh, we 
are present on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter for now. We'll have to see if Snapchat is worth being present on. Um, but in all of those three handle, in all of those three uh, platforms, our handle is Bohium. Um, you know, we'll be posting about our new events as well as thoughts and you know quirky facts that we found out. Uh, so do keep following us, and uh, you can write into us at contact at bodhiroom.com. That's C-O-N-T-A-C-T at bodhiroom.com. We'll put that also in the in the caption. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, we'll hopefully start having some, and we can have a separate segment on future podcasts yeah. where we read out and answer them and and abuse people who abuse. Them. Thanks for listening to us and uh, enjoy your week. We wanted to thank uh, a special band who have kindly let us use their music for this podcast episode. Uh, so that's the Ayer Project, uh, who are a Delhi-based band, and we've used uh, a few songs from their album, The Epiphany of Being Sane. You can find them on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Bandcamp. In fact, wherever you listen to music, that's the Ayer Project, I Y E R. project uh we will also have a link to their album in uh, the caption below the podcast as well uh thanks again to those guys